Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. T, how are you? I'm good. I'm cold. And how are you? I know. (laughs) I'm good too. Man, I missed you. I I missed this. For our listeners, like we've been off for like two, Two? three weeks now. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. And it's it's felt like a lifetime. It's weird. (laughs) It is weird. What's really weird too is like, in real life, like as of this record, we've just celebrated the holidays. I know. And, like the Camdens are celebrating the holidays, like in I know. this and so the next episode. It's kind of nice. Like I'm not over the holidays just yeah. yet. Maybe after we record, <laughs> maybe they're like, okay, now it's over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like it's this neat little, like, you know, time capsule kind of moment. Exactly. You're like, oh, <laughs> let me remember my Christmas. Uh, yeah. How was your holiday? Uh, it was nice. And I played with a bunch of babies and all the babies were super fucking babies. cute. Yeah. Babies are super fucking cute. Yeah. Well, they're, they're cute when they're not crying. And then when they start crying, mm-hmm. you're like, where are your parents? Yeah, dude, seriously though. Like I spent New Year's Eve with, um, a five-year-old and a baby. I mean, uh-huh. it wasn't just the three of us. There was more people, but they were there. And, um, <gasps> The baby's like one and some change at this point, but anyway. And um, yeah, dude, (laughs) like she, the baby is, she's like super fussy. She's Mm. like, she's like super shy. She doesn't, she's not like one to be loving all uh, up on people and stuff. Okay. So then, so she's all like closed off and then you give her like, like a little moment of attention and she like thrives for a hot minute Yeah. and then something will set her off and goddamn, she was a fucking siren, dude. Ooh. Her shrieks could fill a hall. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy cow. I mean, and to the point where it was just like, God, like get this baby out of here, you know, like, yeah. it's like such a buzzkill way to ring in the new year, you know? Mm. Plus, like, half the people were, like, super sick, so I didn't really want to be there. It was kind of like, I don't know, it wasn't the greatest. Yeah, but. when they're sick, you're like, mm, I want to hug you, but I shouldn't. I so it's like you're keeping everybody at a certain distance while you're drinking. You're like, I want to be affectionate with somebody. I know. And then and then I'm the cold fish for like not hugging and kissing everyone. And it's yeah. like, ugh. it's like y'all have germs. <laughs> and this is and I literally like 1204. I was out of there because we all gathered at my aunt's house. Yeah. I said, happy new year. I literally like shouted it to everyone and I got my purse and left. Like I was in bed by one o'clock. That it was amazing. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I no regrets. I definitely enjoyed January 1st. Yeah. What did you do? Lazy ass fuck. <gasps> me too. I never left my couch. Yeah. It was amazing. It was me like, oh God, I don't know. I was Netflix did a little cleanup. Netflix mm-hmm. did a little cleanup. That was my day yesterday. What did you watch on Netflix? Bird Box. Me too. Okay. Ah, oh, we'll, we'll talk we'll about, talk about it. it off mic. And and um, I was watching um, Travels with My Father. Oh, the greatest show of all time. Yeah. I How funny is that? Couldn't shit, stop chuckling watching it with my mom. And she, every time you say, <laughs> fuck off, my mom, I would just hear my mom going. <laughs> did you get to the part where they get the doll? Oh my God, Winston? <laughs> yeah frightening that every time that i'm like no 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 but the oriental the oriental express uh-huh how gorgeous i know I i've know. read about it Super and i've never cool. seen pictures i've never i always forget to look into it mm-hmm. and then when i saw that i was like oh, i should look into this i now. know it's a cool little moment but seriously how small were those beds <laughs> very they were cot size but what do you expect i mean it's a sleeper train no, i'm gonna be like king no you know? i totally get it but it's just no i know i'm looking i was like how a many days can your body survive that cot? Yeah. You know, that kind of well, sleep. But that, I think the idea is that you wouldn't spend 
any time in that in your room like right. the idea is that you're gonna be in the dining car yeah or in the whatever car like and then you just sleep in your room kind of thing. yeah gentleman's club <laughs> and he's just chafing oh my god i i love them together yeah they're great um that's for the listeners that's jack whitehall's travels with, with my father he did, did two seasons where he and his actual father yeah. travel together and um as you can imagine there's quite a bit of like generational yeah. stuff it's awesome which is great yeah and he got a tramp stamp and the other one got a henna tattoo on their own <laughs> mike right. i'm not mike that's right so funny <laughs> oh man okay so task at hand mm-hmm this is episode 1010. Uh-huh. We're in the double digits. I know. Finally. Um, it's titled Apple Pie. Which sounds so good right now. It does sound really good. <laughs> it really started to annoy me, though, by the end of this episode. Yes, I Eric's, am with you. like, obsession with this GD pie. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, oh, sh- crap, shoot. <laughs> I didn't write down the DVD description. Oh! whatever we'll just we just won't read them um the amazon prime spoily for this episode is ruthie hears a nasty rumor about jack I, whenever you read that i was like a nasty rumor again and then oh, i, I forgot yeah it's about not jack. about herself yeah about jack um yeah so basically I think we should, what, like, just dive in with yeah. Jack and Ruthie anyway. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, like, we're pretty much, I don't want to say we're picking up right where we left off, but, like, where we left off, right, Thanksgiving happened. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Ruthie sort of, like, reconcile or whatever. Not reconcile, but, like, come to terms with yeah. Sandy and everything. That was not the last episode, right? <laughs> well, n- well, no, she, she, yeah, it was yeah, during Turkey was. episode. Turkey. Yeah. Um. So I was like, sorry, guys, it's been a couple of weeks. Okay, bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So basically, she is Ruthie is still on that Jack train, mm-hmm. kind of. So he approaches her. Yeah. And at this point, she knows. There's something about him that she doesn't know. Yeah. Because people have made it clear. I guess Eric and Martin. Yeah. Have made it clear. And maybe even Simon, too. Whatever. Apparently. That they know something about Jack that were Ruthie to know would not want, not make her, or make her not want to be with him. Exactly. And so they're having this conversation. And I really respected Ruthie here. Like, while she might, she and Martin might not be like, best friends right now because of everything that went down like she still respects him and like trusts him enough to be like I want to hear what he has to say before I tell you Jack Mm -hmm. like yes I'll go out with you yeah like I feel like that says a lot about Ruthie's character that like at the end of the day she knows who Martin is and like knows his character and everything and like you know wants to trust him yeah wants to still like rely on him and like Mm -hmm. put or set some store in her relationship with him or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, so he's like, he's so adamant that he's done nothing wrong or yeah. that he has nothing to hide or whatever. Really? He has apparently he has nothing to hide. Like, like that. He's that confident. Yeah. That's the thing. And that made me feel like, Oh, you're going to fall hard, dude. Like, didn't it make you feel like, Ooh, you are hiding something. Yeah, almost. But yeah, 
Yes and no, because if you're that confident that there is nothing know, on him, right? I was like, like because if there then if there was something on him, then it would be like fuck you, I'm even harder or whatever. I don't know. It was just really weird. I. I kind of assumed I was like, he's going to explain himself and all is going to be okay. I had that feeling, but I wouldn't mind a nasty rumor and well, for yeah. Ruthie to wake up. That's and, the thing. Like, you know, I almost wanted there to be something big about like a big nasty ru- secret about Jack. Cause we waited 10 episodes I about know. this. And well, I mean, they dropped the bombshell on us like maybe two or three episodes ago. Yeah, but like but she's still, been on the hunt for Jack yes, from episode true. one. Well, but more so the hunt for Martin. I know. And that's that's the crapshoot now that Ruthie's in, I think. Yeah. And ultimately the one she ends up in like realizing in the end, at the end of the episode is like she doesn't really want Jack. No. Like all of this was about Martin and she yeah. knows she's not going to have him now. So like really who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's whatever. Not, I, mean, I mean, not to like fast track this whole storyline or whatever. But basically, that's what happens. That's basically what happens. And I love that moment where so basically Jack like dares Ruthie like in that conversation yeah. at the beginning. He's like, he's like, OK, go, go and like talk to Martin and like find out all the things you need to find out about me. Or yeah. Whatever. I don't know what Martin's problem is with me, but since he's about to become a teenage father, Don't you think it should be taken into consideration that he may not be the most responsible person in the world? He might not be a reliable source of information. What? Are you in love with the guy? No, I'm not. We're just friends. Okay. If he's really your friend, I'm sure he at least thinks he has a legitimate reason for keeping you from going out with me. So, find out what it is. Go. Find out. Let me know what I've done. I can't wait to hear. Ugh, yeah. It's like, damn it, Jack, though. You know what I mean? Like, the way he says it makes mm-hmm. me want to be like, well, fuck you, too, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? No, it, when he is basically talking shit about Martin, I was yeah. like, okay. I remember thinking, like, okay, then this is bullshit. You're probably going to fuck up. But he was really adamant about meeting Ruthie's dad That's and right. talking to him. That's I said, the saving if grade. there is no, you have no fear about this, then your hands must be pretty clean. Yeah. Because basically then Ruthie comes home and tells Eric like, yeah, Jack wants to come over tonight. If you're, if you, if that's cool, because we want to, he wants to meet you and yeah. talk to you. Cause we want to make plans for going out this weekend or whatever. Yeah. And what I, okay. I'm, I have like, I'm conflicted about Eric in this episode because first of all, we see that he comes home late, right? Like yeah. everyone's already had dinner. Ruthie's like prepping his plate and like cleaning the whole kitchen, putting leftovers yeah. away, whatever. And then he just like comes in and he's like, oh, you let me, you guys made a plate for me. Thank you so much, whatever. Clearly he's been working all night kind of thing. Yeah. And then, then the minute he walks to the door, she's like, Jack's coming over tonight, like meet with him. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, wouldn't a normal dad just be like, dude, I'm fucking tired. I've been working all day. Can I just eat something and go to bed, please? Like, yeah. like where does Eric, why, why does he always have to like say yes to requests like that? You know what I mean? Like, mm. like especially regarding Jack where he doesn't even really want Ruthie to date him anyway. Wouldn't it be in his best interest to be like tomorrow, tomorrow? <laughs> like, let me, let me sleep tonight kind of thing. Yeah, you know? I, you're right. You, you, you would think so. But I don't know. But then there's that other part of me that thinks Eric always wants someone to learn a lesson. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But it's also like, also what time is it? Like, how late is it? Yeah, indeed? seriously. Like, if someone's going to come over, it can't be like 10 o'clock, you know? Like, yeah, most of this episode takes takes place in one evening. 
uh, mo- yeah. at least a good chunk, a yeah. good half. Yeah. And then like the next day, I guess. Yeah. And barely of it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so then this motherfucker yeah. comes over, yeah, but not before Martin comes over. And that's when Luffy gets her, I think like closure moment with him, mm. which again, super necessary. Yes. Like I still, I'm still reading for these two to get together somehow, some way. I don't know, but like definitely, definitely after like the insaneness of the last episode and yeah. all of that, like definitely Ruthie needed a way to like close that chapter with him. Yeah. And, and Eric was the one she was, he was like, he was like, talk to Martin. She's like, I'm not going to talk to him. And he's like, talk to Martin. Then Jack can come over and I'll talk to him or whatever. Yeah. So Martin comes over and she, Ruthie is basically like, um, dude, like I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Like I know that I like yelled and screamed and like punched you and stuff yeah. like yesterday or whatever, but like I'm over it. I just need you to admit that you knew I liked you, yeah, and that as a result of that, like you were leading me on. Mm-hmm. And it's this like I'm gonna play it, okay? At least whatever part of it. I apologize for how I reacted and for screaming at you when I found out about Sandy. But... Thank you. I accept your apology. But I'm over it. And I only had a crush on you because you led me on. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You know how I felt about you. You did, didn't you? Just say you knew. You don't have to apologize. Why do you want me to say I knew? Because it's the truth. And then I won't feel like the total idiot I felt like before I realized you knew. I knew. You said you wanted me to say I knew, so I said it. Yeah, I know, but now that you've said it, it just didn't feel as good as I thought it would. So why don't you just go? <laughs> but okay. I, I also, do we believe him? <laughs> that's the part that's tripping me out, too. But I will say this much. She calls him. He doesn't oh, yeah. call. He fucking shows, shows up. up. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I thought you'd just call back. He's yeah. like, you haven't talked to me in two weeks. You think I'm just going to call back? <laughs> it was that. That's my favorite. It was really sweet. I don't believe him. I don't think he knew. I, and I think this is, this is all just, they're, they're playing a game right now, right? Yeah. She, for her closure and for her peace of mind, she has to pretend like he knew and he let her on so that she doesn't feel like a total fool. Yeah. And he recognizes that. And so he gives it to her. He doesn't help anything by saying, you said, I, you said, you told me to say I knew. So I said it, but like, I feel like he's, he's throwing her that bone, telling her he knew so that they could just move past this. And basically like each just close the door, close the book Mm -hmm. and move forward, hopefully with a healthy, good relationship. Yeah. I don't think he knew. Hmm. He couldn't have been that fucking... I mean, like, if he knew, he he wouldn't have been that callous. Maybe, yeah. You have a point there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I hear what you're At saying. At the same time, if he didn't know, then why would telling her about Sandy be such a big deal, right? As far as he's concerned. Yeah, everybody kept telling him, tell Ruthie. I know. 
I mean, he knew he had to tell Ruthie. Like, more than anything, the reason she she was the last to know is because he didn't know how to tell her. Yeah. And if that's the case, then he must have realized there's more there than just friendship yeah. I guess oh, fuck I don't know man because, wait well you know you kind of have a point there because Meredith had no fucking clue that Ruthie liked Martin that's true Meredith that's true she remember? was like wait what, what are you talking about yeah. yeah she had no idea that's true so damn it's possible it's, it's all fucked I, I don't know somehow some way Sandy and Simon are going to get together and Martin's going to be free to be with Ruthie I just feel it in my bones our listeners who watch the show are like screaming at their phones right now yeah I recognize that but like somehow some way I feel it like I <laughs> like I, there's not a universe in which Martin and Ruthie don't end up together there's a <laughs> I can imagine someone they don't end up together <laughs> We got. We, we all got, wanted it. One of our <laughs> listeners tweeted at us recently, or sent us an Instagram or something, where she was like, "She was like, God damn! Like, I just want to tell you guys everything." <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, she didn't say God damn, but like, she was like, she was like, "It's so crazy!" Like, hearing you guys not know what happens. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I I know absolutely nothing. This is, and I love it. I like for the first time in this show's is history. Like I yeah. really don't know what's okay. coming. Like yeah, you're, really no clue. You're kind of my compass now. You're in the dark. I, I'm completely in the dark. Like I thought I knew what was coming all season eight and nine. I was yeah. like they're gonna get together. I'm like now I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't know if it's possible. Like it's exciting. So. Yeah, so then Jack comes over while Martin is still there. And that's when they have that whole, like, ping pong debate. There's literally a moment where, like, it's like a three shot of yeah, yeah. Jack and Martin on either side. And, like, Ruthie's, like, in the middle. like And you see her them. looking back and yeah, forth between her head them. is, like, bobbing between the two of them as they're talking. But the best part of that is when she decides to sit oh on the God, counter. It's the greatest. She's like, let me settle in. This yeah. is not going to end anytime soon. I was like, grab the popcorn while you're at it. <laughs> Seriously. But, I mean, that must have been a great show for her to watch. What I was going to say is, like, or what I put in my notes is, like, she's, like, acting her ass off in that scene. Yeah. Because she's, like, engaged. Like, yeah. they're they're the ones talking, but she's, like, in it, man. She's, yeah. like, listening to each person's points carefully. Yeah. Like, coming up with her own conclusions. She's like, I- I'm going to be here for a while, so <laughs> yeah. let's get comfortable. It's great. So <laughs> then... It all basically comes out, right? Like, Jack's like, what is this thing that you think you have on me? Whatever. And um, and Martin's like, oh, like, when I was with Meredith, like, she told me that you tried to pressure her and stuff and that she wasn't the only one. There have been other girls and stuff, whatever. Yeah. And Jack's like, okay, first of all, that one girl was the one that dumped me. So, yeah. So, like, calm down, you know? And I actually really liked her and she was a good girl or whatever. And then, like, second of all, like, yes, like, I'm not trying to hide the fact that I've had sex, but, like, it was never a pressuring situation. It was always, like, that wasn't my goal at my outset or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, you can ask them. (laughs) He basically is like, call them up right now. Like, you know, like, it was short of just short of that. And so Martin has to be like, oh, damn, shit. Okay, like, sorry. I didn't know that that girl dumped you. Like, my bad, bro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whatever. And, like, totally has to, like, eat his words. And basically has no no recourse but to, like, stick his tail between his legs and, like, bounce. Yeah. Leaving Jack 
alone, yeah. not alone, but like leaving Jack there with Ruthie to go talk to Eric or whatever. Basically. At this point, Eric's whole mission in life is to get this apple pie out of the fucking kitchen without having to be down there and like insert yeah. himself in this conversation that Ruthie's having with Jack, which rightfully so, because he says, and I think he's like, there's moments where I'm like, fuck you, Eric. And there's moments where like, I get you, Eric, like, yeah. where he's like, he's like, for for once, like she's having like a deep and meaningful conversation with him. Like I want her to handle this. Like I don't need to insert myself. Like yeah. let me see how this plays out because he trusts Ruthie. He knows Ruthie's like good yeah. or whatever. Basically, so he's he's like I don't want to like be there right now. Like I'll I'll go when it's time. You know what I mean? But I need that apple pie. He fucking needs the apple pie though. So he's gonna recruit anybody he can to go down there and the like, fucking sneak it out twins. Of the I swear to God, like the stupid twins, and he, and he's like he's like it's on the t- it's on the t- table. You'll see she's and they're like which table? Like yeah. goddamn, <laughs> it's on the counter. Um, Do you need a fork? <laughs> <laughs> the twins are becoming more of a hassle than they're worth, as far as I'm concerned. Well, you know, because like all of a sudden they're old enough where they're not. Like, you have to include them in the storyline. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're, like, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just there. And they have stupid storylines. Like, go get the pie from the kitchen, you know? Yeah. And they're, like, idiots about it. Um, So they're having a conversation, Ruthie and Jack. Eric comes down to get the pie. While he's there, Ruthie's mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, Dad, Jack, cool, yeah, let's talk, whatever. Um, And... Eric's basically saying or Eric basically says like listen I still think you're too old for her but I trust you guys like I trust that you're a good guy that that's why you're here like you know that there's no bad blood like my Mm -hmm. bad for thinking that or assuming that or whatever like I made my promise to Ruthie cool whatever go and date yeah and then they're saying goodbye in their little foyer and both of them were hesitant taco taco man like yeah Definitely. On Jack's part, initially, I kind of got the feeling like, oh, okay, like he, he's Akko because like, Eric, like Eric's right there. He's yeah. not like make a move, right? But then Ruthie didn't try anything either. And she'd be the first person to make yeah. a move if she felt comfortable making a move. That's you know what true. I mean? So when she didn't like pursue anything, like a goodbye kiss or whatever, I was like, oh, damn, something's up. Yeah. And sure as shit, Eric calls her on it and is like, is like, oh, I noticed there was no kiss. <laughs> you know? She's like, all's good, dude. Stop. Well, she says that stupid thing that they always say in the stupid show where they're like, well, it's not like we were on a date. And even if we were on a date, I don't know that I would let him kiss me. And it's like, really? Really? Kissing is now a point of contention in dating? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, if you're not going to kiss somebody, do you even like him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, True. especially at that age, like, it's the one thing you can do and like not cause a scene. You know what I mean? Like, True. do it if you like somebody. Um. So anyway, so it becomes very apparent to Eric and the audience that, oh, this yeah, this isn't, isn't anything anymore. So then sure enough, at the school the next day, they run into each other. She's trying to avoid him. He comes up from behind her. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're looking for me? I was like, she's trying to avoid you, son. <laughs> yeah. And they both like blurted out at the same time, like, you're too old slash young for me. Yeah. And they both agree, like, this is silliness. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he, for, on his end, he's like... I felt embarrassed like talking about certain things in front of you the other day. And I feel like if that's the case, like I really shouldn't be with you if I can't even talk about things in front of you kind of thing. And for on her end, it was like, 
yeah, like you were experienced more than me and Mm -hmm. I'm not really ready for that. Not that you're pressuring me, but like I don't, you know, it's just not evenly matched kind of thing. So they're just like, well, let's just be friends then. And so we all, it all comes full circle 10 episodes in. We're back where we started as far as Ruthie's concerned. I was like, so we're single and we're loving it? Yeah, like all of this time, all her boyfriend, 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 blinders, 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 and all like now she's like, I have two good guy friends and I'm not interested in dating anyone. All right. (laughs) Cool story, bro. I still can't get over what the fuck Simon said to her. He's like really tall. You guys look ridiculous. I'm like, oh, that's what you're going to base oh, that I shit wanna on? I want to play this clip because what Ruthie says to him. Oh, yeah. Oof. He had a Lying on me. Believe me, no one cares at this point. I don't care what that guy did or what he didn't do. He looks like a giant next to you. You'd look ridiculous if you dated him. You know, I wish I had any respect for your opinion on relationships. Where's Rose? Out. All by herself without you on your last night here. Now that's ridiculous. I mean that you believe it. Boom. Mm. She's still she's still got it, man. Yeah. She still has a way of like cutting you to your core, you know? Yeah, she does, definitely. So let's talk about old Simon and Rose. Mm. <laughs> Why don't we? I don't know because how the story's still continuing. I swear to God, I'm like I'm at my wits' end. I'm at my wits' end with her. <laughs> like, yeah. I just the lying and the okay though in fairness she does fully come clean at the end of this episode which is like which is like a weird character turn like i hate that all of a sudden i'm like okay well she did come clean like i don't want to give her any points you know what i mean i I don't either it's like really frustrating that they gave her points in this episode Mm -hmm. um basically Simon's on Christmas break because his semester ended at Thanksgiving, which what the fuck school is this? I want to go to there. (laughs) But anyway, so he's on break, but he still has to work because he's trying to pay off this ring. Yeah. So he was home for Thanksgiving, but now he's got to go back to school for work. Yeah. And this is his last night in Glen Oak before he does that. Mm -hmm. And he wants to spend it with Rose, but Rose has quote unquote plans with Sandy. Sandy, yeah. And um, he's like, okay, well, whatever. So then she hangs up with him and then the doorbell rings at her house or her parents' house or whatever. Yeah. And there's a man at the door. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I missed you. And they like hug and they're all familiar with each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. Immediately shocking no one. That's her dad. Like, yeah. Not even a guess. Like, that's like obvious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like not even like, don't even try to play like this is some lover of hers or whatever. You know? Yeah. Cause he, no, 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 no. Um, so long story short, basically through a series of conversation moments between her and her dad, we learn like her parents are not together. Yeah. Her mom's on her third marriage. Her dad's on her, on his fourth and he's about to get divorced. Yeah. And is like, everything's a hot mess in her parents' lives or whatever. Yeah. And that's why like, she doesn't, she doesn't want Simon to meet her parents Mm -hmm. until basically he's locked down like until after they're married or whatever because there's because their lives are so like not camden style or whatever yeah it's definitely not like that she's like embarrassed or whatever Mm -hmm. and um mind you 
quick side note point of content or bone of contention or whatever it's like she keeps calling it her parents house parents house her parents don't have a house together yeah like whose house is this is it her dad's i guess i think it's her dad lives there with rose's like fourth or third stepmom or whatever Mm -hmm. so um so it's weird that it's like parents house parents house it's your dad's house yeah i I get why she has to call it her parents house but anyway because she does it to Sandy too later and it's like Sandy knows the deal like why are you calling yeah. your parents house anyway um so so basically like her dad tells her like listen like it's never gonna be perfect or whatever like why not just have him come over and meet me since I'm here like I don't yeah. know when I'm gonna be in town again kind of thing and he's and she's like no 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 like I don't want that but she does say to her dad Like, she loves him. Like, she loves him more than she's ever loved anyone. And she really, really wants to marry him. Mm -hmm. Which, like, at this point, I'm like, okay, so she's, like, fully sociopathic. Like, she's lying to not only Simon and the Camdens, but, like, to herself slash her dad. (laughs) Like, like, what is this game she's playing? Like, I don't know. Unless it's actually true. Because then... When Simon realizes she's lied to him about what what she's doing that night, because Sandy happens to be at Kevin and Lucy's, Mm -hmm. not with Rose. So he's like calling and calling and calling her. She's not answering, answering, answering. Finally, after her dad leaves, she answers and she's like, oh, I turned my phone off. Sorry, I'm just now seeing this or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I know you weren't with Sandy tonight. Like, give me the fucking truth. And she's like, okay, it was my dad. And like, sorry, I don't want you to, I didn't want you to meet him because of da 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 da. She like tells him everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn it, Rose. So like, is this not a game? <laughs> like, I don't know anymore. I, I feel like I'm being gaslit by Rose. I don't know. I, I, she's still fucking crazy and manipulative. She is. Because her dad said, well, why don't you just move in with him? I did until the parents got involved and. Uh, you have been pressuring him for marriage and moving in together. And you basically said, if you're out of this house, like there better be some kind of trade. Yeah. I know she, yeah, because, okay. So like, cause a couple of things happen in her conversation with her dad, right? Like first she tells him like, I'm really bummed that you're selling this house. And he's like, well, you know, the deal like divorce, new house or whatever basically is what he says. And then, and then she's like, okay, well, like, could you give the house to me and Simon? He's like, give? And yeah. she's like, well, sell. Which, like, okay, whatever. Like, you think Simon could afford that shit? He's already, oh. like, dying paying off your fucking ring. And more importantly, you've already pitched that idea to Simon, and Simon has already said, we can't afford that house right now. Yeah. If ever we're gonna, we can afford a house, we'll buy a house when we're ready to. I'm not going to buy your parents house from you okay? exactly and then she still tries to get that house from his from her dad after all that yeah which means she has no respect for simon or what he's trying to do with his life or his goals or whatever no and then and then after after like like the final moment or whatever between sandy and her dad is like okay well i'm happy for you like i hope your first marriage is as good as mine was or whatever yeah and i'm just like oh, that's cool. Like, great message, dad. Like, doomed to fail, aren't you? Like, what the fuck is happening with this fucking family? <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't. I'm like, so, I'm just, I'm at my wit's end. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm literally, like, like I'm being pulled in two directions. Like, like, on the one hand, Rose is a crazy psycho bitch. 
clearly comes from a family that's like crazy psycho also yeah and then on the other hand i'm like okay but she's like actually laying it all out there for simon in a way she's never done before like just full honesty like if the show is gonna try to make me like her oh my god i will murder someone I will fully murder someone because I hated her the moment I saw her on screen, which which is was what last the show season wanted us to. Yeah, the show has every single rose moment that has happened up until this point. First of all, most importantly, has never been Sans Simon mm. or Sandy. Like yeah. like Rose has never existed in a universe of her own. Until this moment. That's true. Right? Yeah. And secondly, like, I forgot what my point was, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like all of a sudden, 10 episodes in, they invested. We're trying to like maybe paint a different picture. Like, if Brenda Hampton starts backtracking on the seeds she's sown or planted for Rose, I will, I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And this show is truly garbage. <sighs> I know. And what a shame, too, because so far this season has been pretty stellar. I know. It's maybe their best season. It, I would say it is. It, it is. It's I, their it's, only... It's even better than, like, one, two, and three, really. Oh, definitely. And, I mean, we, and we've always sort of held those three as their best seasons, you know? Like, it all went downhill after that. But, like, this is definitely better than anything they've ever done before from a, story, from a storytelling perspective, like, TV quality perspective but if they start fucking around with this rose bullshit yeah it just again our listeners are screaming at their phones right now they're like we don't know yet just we'll catch up hopefully hopefully before the season's over (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so that's the deal and what i feel what sucks too mostly for simon but kind of also for ruthie i mean for annie and eric is like (laughs) you know, all of this like lying and the fact that she's not answering her phone and stuff is like planting seeds of doubt in Simon's head, right? Because you've got Eric on his little Iago shoulder being like, oh, you know, I wonder why she lied or don't you want to call her and find out or don't you want to ask Sandy why? Like Eric's just like stoking the the, the fire of like, you know, not trusting or whatever. And of course... I mean, of course, the, it's hard for the audience, too, because it's like, yeah, we're on Eric's side because we don't like Rose either. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to see Simon like this. I don't want to see Simon, like, trying to, like, get over it, but then clearly not over it because he can't leave the couch and he keeps calling and calling and, you know. Yeah. And it, like, it's just, like, it really fucking sucks. It sucks all around it's for true. everyone. But Annie, I think, says it best um, to Simon on that couch. Where she um, she basically tells him that she's worried because there's a part of Sandy that wants something not Sandy sorry Rose Rose. that wants something so much and the moment she gets it she just might get bored or might get tired of it that's right or not find it as pretty or as you know exciting or desirable Mm -hmm. and it's true true because she's all about getting the next thing Mm -hmm. she's not settled in the one thing that she has right and we we've been seeing that like constantly yeah no that's true and i feel like part of that probably has to do with 
the way she was raised or, you know, what, like the example she's gotten from her parents or whatever, you know, like it's like, okay, yeah. So you got married, didn't work out, go to the next one. Okay. So that didn't work out, go to the next one. Like that's not really a shining example for marriage. No. Not, not that all. I believe in marriage or whatever. I'm not, I'm not, this is, I'm not but trying like, to like give a commercial for marriage. I'm just saying. No, but like even just a commitment in general. That, right. Like she wanted, she wanted to have sex with him and he said no. Right. So she found another way to get him. Right. And that was a verbal agreement on marriage. Right. Then she tried to move in. That, that didn't, didn't work. work out. <laughs> so then she made sure that there was a ring. That there is a promise of an actual future. Right. Okay. And now, and now she's like telling herself, it's like this mantra, like, I do love him. I do want to marry him. I really I, want I, him. When I got the dress and I'm going to try to marry him before the year is over or like maybe get married right out of college. She is Dude, trying to speed things up. When she's talking to Sandy at the end and... And she's like, she's like, oh, I actually think telling him the truth is going to make him want to get married even sooner. Like, I think it really is going to speed this thing up. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, my God, this bitch. Like, like, that's the thing. Like, she's she was honest, but she's not phased by that. Like, she it's right. her normal. You're right. It's her normal. You're right. She wouldn't have been honest with him if she wasn't if she didn't think she could spin it. Yeah. In her favor. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I don't think it's going to make Simon want to marry her any faster, though. You know I what don't, I mean? I don't, I don't think so. I would like, hope why not. Why would that be the case? Like, why would just just simply by virtue of her telling the truth? Or is it the truth that she told? You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, Simon's a moron because he's like, oh, I can totally trust her. Yeah. He says that. That's right. And she fucking manipulated him into thinking that because she told him the truth once. God damn He's it. truly blind. He's so blind. Oh, God. And then, okay. And then I go, then I sat there and I was like, okay, so let them get fucking married. And we know it's not going to work out. Yeah. And they'll get divorced and there'll just be another statistic. And who gives a shit? But then I know Simon and I know the family he comes from. So I'm like... Okay, but he's not going to want to get divorced. He's going to try to make it work and they're going to be miserable together and it's going to be a nightmare scenario and God forbid they have a child and then it's fully over. Yeah, I I was also thinking um, when Simon is about to leave the house and I think he's about to like hunt down Rose. Uh What does Eric say? Like, oh, I hope you're not really going to go to Rose's house and spend the night there. I'm like, fuck, maybe he should have months ago. Mm. Maybe he should have. Something would have been over if that Maybe he should have. Don't get inside his head. (sighs) Which, which let's not even try to find that root cause because it I all know. comes back to the stupid deal he made. Yeah. That stupid STD scare he had. Yeah. Like, even, even Eric is like, did you make a deal? Like even Eric was afraid of the deal. God damn it. This whole thing is just a crapshoot. Like Simon really needs to wake the fuck up and like get his shit together and yeah. like figure this shit out because like he can't go on like this. He just can't. Well, you don't want him to go on like this, but, but this he, is. But he literally cannot go on like this. Well, what I, is his life gonna be? Well, I don't know, but it's definitely a choice that he is making. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's choosing this life. Which, yeah. Like, God damn it. Like, I wish I could just like open his eyes. You know, like almost like just hit him and then here. Yeah. <laughs> like implant the future into his brain so he could see it. You this know? is what it looks like. It's not pretty. <laughs> he needs to be visited by the ghost of the future. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas Carol style. Yeah, definitely. This is what your life could be like if you don't marry Rose. <laughs> Fuck. 
things are burning. It yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So God knows. I mean, it's the same refrain. We've been saying this for the last 10 episodes and I feel like we're going to keep saying it for another 10 more. Like who knows? I don't know what's going to happen with this bitch. Like I just don't know. Rain, rain, go away. Rose, <laughs> rose, rose, go away. away. Never come back. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme, but it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So then that doesn't leave us with anything <laughs> i feel like we oh no it leaves us with sandy and martin and their whole drama so oh, yeah basically again it comes back to this apple pie there was annie made an apple pie for dessert eric wasn't there for dinner lucy took the leftovers of that apple pie to her house yeah when Eric calls Lucy to get the remains of this apple pie, Sandy picks up. Yep. And so he so he tells Sandy to tell Lucy, and then Lucy's like, do you mind taking this pie over there? And and in that transit in the backyard, because Martin has just come to visit yeah. Ruthie, and Sandy is coming to the Camden house to drop off this pie, they cross paths. Yeah. Now, this is the first time they've seen each other or since like exchanged words even since Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's like Ako Taco for a hot minute. But Sandy does the bigger thing. Like of course. She's the bigger person. And she's like, she she almost didn't say anything. But she kind of like is like, hey, do you mind? Or no. She doesn't. Does she give Martin the pie? Yeah, she does. Oh, that's right. Because Martin like, might is as well. going. Yeah. She, he's not leaving. He's going for the. Okay. So he's like, he's like, hey, if you're. If you're going in there, do you mind taking this pie in? And he's like, okay. And he like takes it all awkwardly. And she's about to turn away and like not say anything more. But she's like, no. She turns around. She's like, Merry Christmas, Martin. Like, whatever. Yeah. It's like Thanksgiving over. So it's holidays already. So she's like, have a happy holidays, Martin. And he is like super awko. Yeah. And is like, uh, okay. Yeah. He's <laughs> and, like, like, thanks. Leaves. <laughs> Like, and she's just like, Ugh, you know, yeah, she's all heartbroken by and it. Then, right. And then she goes and like cries her art out, heart, heart out, her yeah. eyes out to Lucy and Kevin. And she's like, God damn it. Like, it's so much to ask, like for him to just be like nice and like civil. And like, and she fully is like, you know, like I want him, like I want him to want me. I want him to marry me. I want him to be there. I want him to save me. Yeah. Like when I heard her say all those things, I was like, oh, I thought we didn't want I this. No, I thought but, we got over it, Sandy. But then I was like, wait a minute, bro. She's pregnant. You are emotional as fuck. And rightfully so. And I get it too. She's scared. She's alone yeah. and she's scared and she doesn't want those things for herself. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when she said all that, I'm like, this all makes sense. I get it. I it get it. I'm not sense. even upset with it. It makes sense. And it's that thing of like, like, you know, you want some security. Right. And Something I, stable. And I get her. Like, I get what's happening in her brain where she's like, God, like if he could just be there, then yeah. everything might be okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'd have a partner. We wouldn't be alone in this. Like I wouldn't be alone in this together. Like, you know, like God, like why can't he just be on board? You know, yeah. like that's all she really wants. And he's just not there, you know? And and in a way, I don't hate on Martin for, for it's like I'm trying to find the right words. I think what I'm trying to say is like from a writing perspective, from the meta perspective, yeah. right? Like in a way, I'm kind of like cool on the fact that 
the character of Martin is adamant about his stance. Like he's not ever going to want this baby. Yeah. And, and he's, and that's okay too. You know what I mean? Like it's not great for Sandy, no, but it's fine in the life scheme of things. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like he, he obviously was part of the decision that led to this child. And that's, and that's, he accepts that responsibility, but he doesn't want this baby. Yeah. So like, sorry, Sandy, but you're not going to get what you want. Yeah. You know? And like the sooner she gets over it and the sooner he, you know, doesn't have to keep reminding her of that fact. Yeah. You know, the sooner maybe they can each just go their separate ways and gain some semblance of normalcy for their lives. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer here is. I don't like, either. But the right answer, I think, is what Lucy gets him to do at the end yeah um because well okay before we get too ahead of ourselves all that shit goes down sandy cries to kevin and lucy kevin's like i want to punch this motherfucker like yeah. I'm like he kevin's over it they run into each other in the backyard because kevin's coming martin's going or whatever they run into each other and they have this like hilarious tussle in the backyard <laughs> but honestly you listen to this and tell me what it sounds like yeah <laughs> That does not sound like fighting to me. You know, the first part sounded like someone was trying to poop. And then, <laughs> and then, and then I and was then like, once the both voices kick in, you're like, uh oh. <laughs> and then it sounds like clothes, and you're like, mm. I know. It's like moany and groany more than like punchy. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> the best is Eric looks at it, goes, let them have at it, and just like closes the door. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to get involved in this. He's like, they need to just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> so they punch each other out and then they both calm down. And Kevin's like, whatever, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. And Martin's like, yeah, like, I'm sorry that I made you feel like you had to do that or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, they're cool. And then, but Martin says to Kevin that he feels a little betrayed because Lucy and he were supposed to be his friends. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, you know, they're like, they're like buddy buddies with Sandy and like Sandy's at their house and da da da. And, you know, he felt like his one ally that he had and Lucy especially because she was the first person he confided in about this, whatever. Like the first, like he feels like all of a sudden, like now he's got nobody in his corner, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, and he feels like, okay, so, like, do I have to, quote, unquote, do the right thing and, like, be there for Sandy because everyone's telling me to kind of thing, you know? And so the next day, um, he goes over to Lucy and Lucy's like, oh, like, you guys, you know, you want some breakfast? Like, I'll make you breakfast, whatever. And he's like, it's cool. Like, I'm good. She's like, what about pancakes? I'll make you pancakes. And he's like, you know, what are you doing? She's like, she's like, oh, nothing like a friend wouldn't do or whatever, you know, basically trying to be like, I'm your friend. And um, and I what what she does here, I think, is like winning because she's like, listen, you don't have to be the father of the year or whatever right now. But like pick up the phone, apologize to her and wish her a happy Christmas. Like, yeah, that's what you can do right now. And I feel like that's what you should do. And so he a little begrudgingly does that. Yeah. 
and but fully again makes it clear he's like he's like Merry Christmas. Sorry, I don't want this kid. Yeah, <laughs> basically. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, sorry that like I'm not gonna be there for you or whatever. I was like, whoa, that was real fast. Martin. But again, though, I get it though. Like if like, and I appreciate that Martin is is at least true to himself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like he's not gonna do something he's not equipped nor wants to do. Yeah. And that's worse for the kid if he was there for it begrudgingly yeah. or in a in a false way you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's true. like what's better a parent you who doesn't want you or a parent that's not there you know exactly. what i mean exactly so so he basically says like merry christmas sorry don't want this kid and they hang up and sandy like fucking finally yeah fi- i believe it this time too i Same. feel like finally finally for her sake after waiting all these months for him to call he finally called. And? And I think for the first time I realized that I had casual sex with an 18-year-old high school student who just isn't really what I want after all. And I have to say that knowing that, I suddenly feel quite free. Yeah. Hallelujah. Good for you, girl. I think there's a metaphorical symbolism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe that's redundant. To the fact that, as she says, I finally feel free, she walks away from Rose as well. Yeah. She, like, puts down her coffee. She, like, gets up and leaves Rose's house, too. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's something to that. Cause, I think so. Because Rose is not her friend. No, Rose is not her friend. And yeah, you're right. They're not. They're not good friends to each other. No, they're not. And I mean, on Sandy's part, I don't know that I don't know that the onus is on Sandy. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm saying like we've seen examples of it. Rose has talked a lot of shit. Right. About Sandy. But what Sandy I don't. I don't know if she's talked shit, but it's more she's if she doesn't trust it like her. She sees. She it. she calls it like she sees it, and she doesn't really trust her. Right. And that's right. the truth. She doesn't really trust her. Right. All that stuff that she said to Simon about like you know, like I don't see what you see in her, and da 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 da. Like it's not necessarily talking shit. It's just like she's not jiving on Rose too much. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And. They're friends because I I think too like from Sandy's perspective like you know she doesn't have any other friends yeah and that's fair something to hold on to yeah and from Rose's perspective she's friends with Sandy because Sandy makes her feel better about herself exactly that's so obvious yeah like as bad as Sandy's life is or whatever or as bad as like I don't want to say bad but like as like convoluted and like fucked up as all the lies and yeah. shit as Rose's life is. Like in Rose's mind, Sandy's is worse because she's pregnant, unmarried and unstable and whatever. And so she can like look at the other and be like, that's so fucked up, you know? So mean. I know. Rose is the worst. Yeah, she really is. The worst. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Rose. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So does that do it? Yeah, dude. I feel like those are the main things yeah that happen god lately i feel like annie's been missing in action i know annie didn't have anything to do in this episode except eat pie and tell simon, simon what she said yeah okay god damn when eric finally eats that pie though i was like get out of here with this shit 
Mm-hmm. I was like, was it that good? Um, okay, I do want to quickly mention too. So when Ruthie and Jack have their little amicable split, or it's not even anything. Yeah. When they both decide to not be be with each other, um, Ruthie's like, "Oh, great! Now I have to tell my dad." <laughs> like, yeah. He was right, you know, whatever. And so she kind of like. Um, begrudgingly like goes up to him and tells him everything and what eric says here is just for me like i was bawling (laughs) watching this scene like it's just it's so what i feel like is my thought about the holidays and like family and just being a good person in society in general you know yeah sort of like the ideals on which like i've been raised or whatever i don't know you know, I was really hoping you wouldn't gloat. You always do that, you know? You gloat. I do. I absolutely do. And your mom pouts. And Sam and David don't always do what I tell them. And Simon is just blind when it comes to Rose. And Lucy still cries at the drop of a hat. And Kevin is impatient. And Martin is very stubborn. And you... You're at that eye-rolling stage that I just detest. And not one of you is going to change between now and Christmas. And yet, I'm going to enjoy my holidays with all of you because I realize that now. No expectations, no disappointments. I don't want anything from any of you other than for all of us to be together during the holidays and share our time and our energy with our own weird and wonderful family love that yeah i think that was so special and um just like a great little message you know yeah definitely it's nice and honest yeah and it's like you know and that's what it comes down to you know like especially for these people you know like with the, with christmas and everything like it's such an important part of the year and everything and like such a culmination to a full year and whatever so it's like I like that Eric's able to recognize, like, it's not about expectations on people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like you could yell and scream and want want your kids or people that you love to, like, do the right thing or the thing that you think is the right thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, be it Martin trying to be a dad or Ruthie, like, not dating Jack or be, yeah. whatever. And... um and, you know, whatever happens at the end of the day, like they're family, they love each other and they're going to spend time with each other and it's going to be quality time and it's going to be good. And that's all that matters. There you go. Good shit. Good shit. <laughs> um, any other stray observations or thoughts about this episode? Mm, no. No. What about you? I don't think so. I'm good. You like. good? I hit all of my check boxes. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so then let's rate this puppy. Two thumbs up. Wow, look at you. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, yeah, I think I have to go two thumbs up as well. Yeah. Have to, like it's like pulling my teeth or whatever. But yeah, I, I did enjoy this episode. Yeah, same. Like... Again, Rose stuff at this point, it's like, that's not... I can't hold the Rose stuff against this show anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Okay, it's showing me a side. 
whatever. But yeah, I think this was a solid ep. And it didn't leave me feeling like, you know, yeah. and it was it was good. And there was some good like development stuff too, you know, like stuff happened in it. Yeah, definitely. Like, things that will move the story forward. So that's always good. True. So yeah, four thumbs up all around. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us mm-hmm. in this episode. Oh. Um, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on iTunes, Apple podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. Um, we've got a couple of tiers on there. We've got the keep the lights on tier and the heaven heads tier. Um, for $5 a month, you'll get access to two bonus episodes of live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not, um, we're racking them up, man. There's like yeah. 20 movies on there at this point. Quite a few. Quite a few. So if you if you subscribe now at patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod, you'll have access to all of those and future apps as well. And you can follow us on social media at for heaven's sake pod. Send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. And until next time, bye. Bye.